Again, it's a joy to be with you all this, this morning for the Holy Mass. This is kind of a special weekend for me to be here because this weekend, the Bishop of Charlotte, Bishop Jugas, has actually asked for a letter of his to be read at every Mass in all the churches throughout the diocese. And the letter is regarding the upcoming diocesan synod, which is part of the Synod for the Universal Church. So right now, or, or very soon, every diocese in the entire world is going to have a synod, which is like a large-scale consultative meeting with, between all members of, the di- of, it, of each diocese. And then in October 2023, all the bishops of the world are going to come together. And so, so what's the goal of all these meetings? Let's hear from our bishop's letter and find out. So I'm going to read that now. Dated November 8th, 2021. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Father, Pope Francis, recently convened the 16th Ordinary Assembly of the Synod of Bishops to be held in Rome in October 2023 to reflect on for a synodal church, communion, participation, and mission. The Holy Father has asked all the dioceses across the world to contribute to to this worldwide synod by engaging in broad consultations with all of their members. The goal is to engage the whole people of God in the synodal process to journey together in order to experience a church that receives and lives this gift of unity and is open to the voice of the Spirit. In particular, the Pope is asking us to reflect together on the theme of the Synod, summed up in three words, communion, mission, and participation. The Holy Father wants all of us to reflect prayerfully on these three words to discover their importance in our lives and the life of the Church, to testify to each other the ways the Lord is calling us to embody them at the present moment, and to consider the challenges and struggles that we face in living out the gospel missionary mandate, both individually and as a church. Accordingly, I ask all the members of our diocese to use the coming months to consider the following questions. What is your experience of ecclesial communion, mission, and participation in your life? How does the church help you in living them out? What challenges or struggles are you facing as you try to embody them? What steps is the Holy Spirit suggesting to call us to live our vocation as a pilgrim people that journeys together towards salvation more fully? I invite you to join me in participating intentionally in the synodal path the Holy Father has called us to, for I am certain it will bear much fruit in the life of our diocese. In particular, the Synod offers us three opportunities. First, the Synod is an opportunity to encounter the Lord and what he is calling us to to do, both as individuals and as a church. This means keeping our eyes focused on the Lord and resisting the the divisiveness that characterizes much of our public discourse in our society and would tempt us to turn the Synod into a power struggle to affirm our ideas or positions. Instead, the Holy Father is encouraging us to foster an authentic dialogue characterized by prayer, humility, and openness to what the Holy Spirit is doing in our midst. Second, the Synod is an opportunity to learn that the Lord uses all circumstances in our lives to summon us to closer unity with Him. Even the the struggles we face and the questions we discover in ourselves are ways God uses to invite us into ever-growing unity with Him. 
This means we need to resist the temptations of complacency or defensiveness and look instead with honesty at both the joys and the obstacles we experience in trying to live as his disciples. Third, the synod is an opportunity to discover that the other is a gift for our journey of faith. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ, the pilgrim people of God who walks together, sustaining each other with our prayers and witness. This means resisting the culture of enmity that reduces the other to the sum total of the, thi- of the things we disagree about or lets political ideologies and disagreements completely determine how we look at each other and the world. Instead, our common baptism must inform the way we think of and speak with each other with mutual respect as members of Christ's body. To help with the Synod's organization and ensure that it might be for all of us an occasion of mutual listening that allows us to hear God's voice, to sense his presence, to witness his passage and his breath of life, I have appointed Dr. Alessandro Ravati from Belmont Abbey College as the diocesan contact person for the Synod. In the coming months, he will contact on my behalf all the diocesan groups, parishes, schools, auxiliary groups, lay movements, third orders, charitable organizations, religious communities, migrant communities, and more to help, to help them organize these gatherings to share and reflect on the Synod's questions. The goal is for the fruits of these local conversations to be shared at a common gathering with representatives from the different diocesan groups on June 11, 2022. The diocese has also set up a page dedicated to the Synod on its website with resources and more information. While it will be possible to send in individual reflections and contributions, I strongly encourage you to take part in these local gatherings that will happen across the diocese. The goal of the Synod, in fact, is not to take surveys and produce documents, but to foster a lived experience of discernment, participation, and co-responsibility, where a diversity of gifts is brought together for the Church's mission in the world. It is my heartfelt desire for the Synod to allow us to grow in unity with one another and with the Lord. To this end, I ask you to keep our diocesan journey in your prayers. Please entrust our efforts to Our Lady by praying the Holy Rosary often, individually or with your family or parish community. I also encourage you to find time for more frequent Eucharistic adoration. May our devotion to the Lord's presence in the sacrament of the Eucharist make us more attentive to his presence in our midst and the many ways in which the Holy Spirit is calling us to conversion. May the Lord bless you as we journey together as a diocesan family to greater communion, mission, and participation, deepening our relationship with him and with each other, and sharing his transformative love. Sincerely yours in Christ Jesus, Most Reverend Peter J. Jugas, Bishop of Charlotte. So that le- that's the letter from the bishop, and certainly pretty thorough, uh, but he's explaining this process that we're about to begin and we look forward to hearing about kind of the practical things of, of uh, the diocesan meeting in June. And so then before that, each parish or group in the diocese would, would meet. And so that all has to be worked out. Um, but, but as we go through this process, uh, we remind ourselves that the synod is above all a time to come together, to encounter the Lord, and to share our own experiences as well. 
especially our experiences on, on those themes of communion, participation, and mission. And so as we think on those, it, it'd be helpful to just kind of reflect on them here a little bit. So communion doesn't refer just to Holy Communion, the Eucharist, but it really refers to being a member of the body of Christ, of being in communion with the church. And so what, what is our experience of being members of the church, of being part of that people that God is calling to himself and, and members of the body of Christ? Can the church really be unified even in a world that is so divisive, a world that's so divided? And as the bishop indicates, and as we know from our faith, yes, indeed, we, the church can and must be a sign of unity for the entire world. And then what is our participation in the life of the church like? Especially at the local level, we, we know that the church is where we live, we live out our call to Christian holiness and that in whatever vocation we're in, we're called to that, that vocation to holiness, especially here at the parish. And so what is our participation in the church like? And then how can we better help the church live out its mission of bringing people to God? And what prayer and penances and formation does that require on our part to help others know and love the Lord Jesus? And so we, we're thinking about all these things and reflecting on them, and we pray that doing so will help us gain much from the whole synodal process, and especially as we seek to deepen our call, our, our own uh, identity as disciples of Christ, and then also bringing God's message to the entire world, which is so desperately needed today.